Hello, Indra here, and welcome to Dean Disaster, where things usually go about as wrong as I'm expecting them to. Okay, so how far in am I and can I see the rest of the group? So you'd be within 60 feet, so probably about there-ish. Um, each square is 10 feet. Can I see the others? You can't see the others. You've passed out of dark vision range. They were waiting slightly up on the staircase as far as I was aware, unless you wanted to kind of keep in contact with the arrow. That's really up to the rest of you. Well, you wouldn't be able to see I can't. Me. I have to be within a certain distance of you to do that, and you've gone out of my distance. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh. All this time you're hearing this You can feel this kind of palpable energy to the atmosphere around you. Yari's freaking out. This is so like beyond anything he ever wanted to see. He just this is like not what he signed up for kind of vibe. It's like <laughs> behind dead silent, he's like shaking his hands like Um, I think he's gonna, like, go back a little bit and just try and get everyone's attention silently. Just be, like, what? motioning, motioning for them to be... Because you can all hear down. the chanting, but you can't okay. see where it's originating from. I, it's, it's in the dark right now, isn't it, as well? Yeah. You so can't, can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe I asked this last second, but I forgot. Um, did I ask if I can understand it? Um, what, because I can speak... Several languages. No, 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 you can't understand it. I can't understand it. No. Would we be getting the evil vibes? <laughs> <laughs> Does um, this look evil? Just to from you? the sound of it, you can't tell because you haven't seen anything that Yarrow has seen yet. I'm just thinking because it's, it's almost hypnotic, it's very kind drony. of chanty and drony. So I think everyone who kind of can hear it would recognise this as some sort of potentially ritualistic or something along those lines, just because of the repetitiveness of the syllables. Mm. It's despite the fact you can't hear it, the clear intonations of what they're saying. It sounds very yeah. methodical and... Just thinking as a paladin who doesn't really know that she's a paladin yet, uh, would uh, Azalea start feeling any kind of vibes from it at all of because i'm thinking if, if she is feeling any kind of bad Roll vibes an arcana just to see what kind of senses you pick up from this i'd say really like this off. is does this trigger your innate sense to deliver justice <laughs> basically is yeah. what i'm asking first vibe check of the uh, campaign everybody okay we're gonna do a vibe check for 11 because she ain't intelligent you're just kind of Seems odd, you've never heard anything like it. It's making you uncomfortable, but not to the point where you need to jump in and save it yet. You don't quite, mm -hmm. you're not understanding it necessarily. Okay. Unless anyone says anything, Kettle wants to creep forward a little bit. Just a little. Uh, um, would like to say something. Don't say anything. <laughs> Bef just as Kettle's about to creep forward, Azalea would like to reach for their shoulder and just go, I'm not quite sure, but I don't think I like the feeling here. So if you're gonna go down, I think we should go down together. I imagine this is stage whisper as well. Yes. yes. Yeah. Can I, I do an arcana check? Sorry, would you like me to whisper that? that? No, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, is this within earshot of me? Uh, you've, you're like, you've got back away. to within kind of 
yeah. visions. You can definitely see them, and I say if you're trying to hear them, you can probably pick out some of the stuff if you were to. Yeah, yeah, it's like no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got Arcana fifteen, by the way. Azalea would like to say no sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Try to ban. Oh no, they said no shit. No sheets. No, no shit. I can lip read. They said no shit. No ships. <laughs> Indra, with your fifteen, you realise this is definitely a ritual. It's following all the si- all the same syllabic. Yeah, what's the word? All the I same. Know what you mean? Yeah, kind <laughs> of procedures and, and syllables that you recognise as. It's not so much a summoning thing that you've potentially heard before, but there's definitely some sort of ancient chant that is some sort of ritual. I would just um, whisper that, like, um, sorry, hello everyone. I, I, won't, I won't say it that quietly, actually, because we are... Stage whisper. Stage whisper. Um, hello everyone, I, th- I think this is some sort of ritual. I think may- maybe we should... Uh, in- I can't see what's going on, but maybe we should in- interrupt it or something. Oh, you should normally stop rituals. Oh, wait, we need to get to Yarrow then, come on, hurry up. And she's... I can't really see what doing. I shall roll The spell. chanting is starting to increase. Yes. In oh my god, we're taking too long. Azalea would um, grab... Uh, Indra's wrist and sort of like try to stealthily sort of sneak down. And you've still got the harness on you, so you're going to make. Oh, so use the harness then. Yeah. So you don't <laughs> oh get, my god, the harness! You but. don't get the disadvantage that you would have had. Well, that did not matter because I rolled a two, so oh. that is five. Oh, shit. You get a plus nine, Yara. Oh, thank you. That's you also have disadvantage. Twenty-one. I do yeah. have disadvantage on stuff. Thanks for reminding me. Sorry, I saw the D in red. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I rolled a four. Five, four, twenty-one. Twelve. Twelve. How was I not the worst person there? Mm. I mean, I rolled a four and an eight, so... Uh, yeah, I rolled So me and, me and uh, Indra fall down the cliff. <laughs> oh my god, like it's a step. stumble down. Come, 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 yeah. come. <laughs> I, so, I suppose in my desperation well, I could miss I'm step. also going down the steps in complete and utter darkness, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think that, like, you're being dragged behind and yeah. then you trip and knock Azalea out. You're like a bowling ball. <laughs> And then we turn into a bowling ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is this isn't steps so much as it is a pile of kind of rubble and yeah, detritus. And instead of falling so much, is with the inability to see Indra and with as they are very focused on trying to help Indra, you just manage to catch a foot on one of these rocks and you kind of stop a second and then you hear as this echo, because this is a huge open cavern in the middle of this giant like cave system so all of this is echoing around there's no hope that if you didn't make some sort of decent noise it wouldn't echo back you see rock skid and um none of you are actually within range to see yet because you haven't got a life source and the chanting is still like further than 60 feet away as you're progressing down but you can hear the chant stop for like half a second of its rhythm and then you go you hear a kind of gr- low guttural growl and this <laughs> And that, dear listeners, was our daily interactivity with our surroundings when we destroy the place. (laughs) Our subject this time was the floor lamp. And by coincidence, also your base. Oh, God. (laughs) Attached to the wall. Poor thing. I'm sorry. How dare you destroy the set? Expensive guitar. So you hear this low guttural growl and then this sharp sound as the chanting stops. And then all of a sudden you see where the altar, you recognise where the altar is. 
you hear this kind of sizzling as liquid hits where it is and this bright red light kind of erupts for a second and you can see this kind of smog erupt from it. Oh, that is not good. <laughs> well, like that. Oh, so that's what that looked like. Uh, I need everyone to roll initiative, please. Oh, God. That's great. I did well. Oh, my God, that was terrible. I got a Angry. Ten. Um, Indra. Uh, this dice is bad. Seven. Forbidden. Seven. Yara. Twenty-seven. What the <laughs> honk? Well, considering I think um, Indra is on top of me, I got a natural one. Oh, oh so, that so fitting. So that, uh, but with my plus two initiative, three. it's a three. Fantastic. So, Yara, you are up first. Oh, you still can't see this character that you'd seen before but you do there's a, there's a really soft oh. red glow now so you still it's still very difficult for you to see particularly you can't see in but so sorry just to clarify where's the glow so i can see the altar where the glow is coming from yeah just this but he isn't next to it you can't see the shadow or anything okay. interrupting that line currently um was i meant to get advantage on my stealth because it's dark yes light? you got a 27 no that was my initiative oh <laughs> they did get a 21 though Oh, I got the exact same, so <laughs> guess we're on 21. Um, Unfortunately, more than half of you failed the yeah, group well, stealth check. I wonder if I made it or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Yarrow is just gonna, he's like just zoning out and he's just gonna run in the direction that he So you're knows. probably currently about 15 feet or so off the floor because this is like a yeah. diagonal. Jobby you too. can jump down it as it's kind of this huge rubble pile. I just need a very basic acrobatics just to keep your feet as you're going down this. Finally. 17. Yes, you're fine. You manage to kind of ride the unstable rocks almost down this. I rolled a 10, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, just as a kind of guide, there is a kind of cloud of fog and mist that seems to be around there. Um. I'm just gonna go in and try and whip this guy. Okay, and we'll so are you attacking where you last saw them or are you gonna try and yes. percept for them? Because they're, as far as you're aware, within this cloud of kind of black mist that seems to have grown from out of this altar. Oh, that's gonna give me disadvantage, isn't it? I can try and attack. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> you can do what you want to. If you want to attack where you can't physically see the creature anymore, then you can roll to attack, but with disadvantage. Oh, because no, because there's that guy in there. Oh, I'm just a girl who decided to go for it. Oh god, that's a eleven. Eleven to hit. Yeah. You kind of crack your whip into where you thought potentially this, the shadow seemed to coalesce in somewhere you thought it might be, and then as you kind of crack. You can see the slight shift in this fog, and it's there's nothing there. Spooky. Does okay, a 22 hit you, Yarrow? Oh my god, yes it does. <laughs> that's wild. As you're focused on one direction, that's good. One direction? <laughs> you feel from the side of you this impact into your side as a huge force kind of crushes your ribs and he feels like properly bruised and the wind's knocked out of you. You're gonna take three damage, but some sort of force has smashed into your side. Ooh. Don't love that. Um, go did anyone else see? Um, I mean, I'm crushed under your ass, so. That's not And you're terrible. all too far for dark vision, really. Um, you might be able to see Yarrow take the impact, but not necessarily where it came from. You'd hear an ooh. <laughs> and then does a 17 hit? Just. 
you take six points of force damage as oh. a second ball kind of catches you in the solar plex. Same kind of crushing force impact. Kettle, you're up now. Indra, you'll be after Anastasia. Um, so here's the thing. We know about the fog, don't we? Mm. And there was something in the fog that hit. You can Yaro. see the fog. You can see this kind of very. It's only really for flavour. There's no real light emanating from it. Just this kind of red glow mm. coming from where the altar is, and then this kind of steamy fog that kind of perforates through, which is part of potentially why there's no light kind of mm. emerging from it. It's just kind of lighting up this deep smog that's surrounding it. And then you've just seen Yarrow get hit twice, but you can't see necessarily where these have originated from. <laughs> I will let Yarrow roll a perception check as being hit to see if you can kind of recognise where these have Thank you very much, from. very generous DM. Oh. I got... Oh, the math just left my body. A 17 to set. 17. Okay, so you actually see this dark figure just on the edge of the smog towards the right of the altar. And that's where you've seen the kind of ripple of this cloud as well as energies pass through it. It's where you can see this. And they, again, you're only really seeing the outline because they're shrouded in this obscurity. Mm. But Kettle doesn't know that. Case. Kettle does not know that. Kettle um, does not know very much. Ooh. Um, I'm not sure. I think Kettle is just going to use a whole bunch of movement, I do believe. Cool. I think what? Ten. So that's right at the top of where I the stairs are. Jump like so you're probably kind of 40 feet high in the air there. So, but again, this is a large kind of sloped area. So just an acrobatics. DC is slightly higher, or just slightly higher. And she's much shorter. She's, much shorter. <laughs> she's got much further. Dexterity. 14. 14. Okay, so you manage to get down there. Um, you take two points of kind of bludgeoning damage as you kind of slip a little bit, catch yourself, and then right yourself. But you are now at the bottom of there. Does that count towards any movement? Or uh, I would say it's 10 feet. 10 feet, 20 feet, 30 feet, and then dash some more. 60 feet, thanks. Yeah, and I'm just gonna hang out over here. You've got your bonus action? Um, I will, I'll cast Shillelagh because I can. Indra. So this is basically like a slope going down that yes. way, isn't it? But I can't see shit, so I can't basically do anything. I mean, if you're, you're, you're to on light the leash up as well. The yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've let go of the leash because I've got a leash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can do anything apart from light up the area, really. I mean, that would be maybe useful. That would be incredibly yeah. useful. Okay, so actually. I'm going to create... I mean, I'm not metagaming or anything. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm a gonna... metagamer, you should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to create dancing lights. Um, so I'm just going to create four lights and they each do dim light in a 10 foot radius. So I'm just going to do, because these 10 foot squares, I'm going to do yeah. one, uh, two, three, four. Like I accidentally that. chose all sparkly dice. And I don't oh, know that's how. Cute. That was, I just picked four at random. So I would say now that the light is kind of behind this character, you just by kind of luck managed to yeah. pick an area where they are. You can see just the outline of this creature kind of through the mist. It's still very indistinct. It looks large, humanoid. But that's about what you can make out. The kind of cloak that it's wearing is very much disrupting any kind of... Okay, and then I might have to use my movement to do the same sort of... I'm going to try and do the same thing as Kettle and slide down. So you're like... less... Wait, no, I can't see, can I, in this area still, really? Not really. You've got... No. Yeah. In that case, I'm going to do the less precarious thing. Do it, jump. Do this way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you can Just move roll. your normal 30 feet. Okay, which is only three squares, isn't it? This is a huge, you know, cavern. Yeah, I'd say that's... Yeah. That. There you go. 
one could say a gaping cavern. You could. <laughs> gaping more, whether, perhaps. Whether you should is another question. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're the DM. You ask all the important questions. We need your wisdom, Ben. <laughs> Excellent. Azalea. And then Yara, we all go afterwards. Nice. Brother! Azalea would like to fumble five foot that way. Yeah, uh, make your acrobatic check to get down the... And hop 15 foot yeah. down it, so she doesn't need to acrobatics. Okay, in that case you're going to probably take falling damage because you're still kind of 20 feet up at that stage. So you'd be hey. jumping and then I was going to say, how come it was 10 foot there and it's 20 foot It's there? 40 foot there, it was 10 foot Slot. here. Because that's where Yarrow started. Oh, did Kettle climb down? Yeah. Uh, uh, it was 40 foot, which is why she got just around the oh, DC, okay. which is why she took little damage. I assumed it was 15 foot. As so it is, you're, as it's kind of 40 foot, and then it gets about 5 feet lower for each of these. So which one's 15 foot? The one next to you, I imagine. 40, right here, 35, right? 30, 25, 20, Maybe not. 15. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, so it's not So I would possible. move 10, 20 foot. Yeah. Hop 15 foot down. Okay, uh, make just an acrobatics. You're used to hopping, so it's not crazy DC to see how you land. 10? 10. Okay, that was the DC, because you're, you know, a rabbit folk, you're used to doing stuff, so you don't take any damage. You land a little bit funny, you're kind of not quite as steady on your feet, but you've she done it successfully. She lands she's panicked. Yeah. So that was, what was that? That was 10? That was 20 foot, yeah. and then I've got another 10 foot movement to there. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that's all I can do, because I just want to get to my You can use your action to dash, which means you can move your movement again. Oh my god, yes. 10, 20, 30. Wait, can you I jump again? You can't hop again, that's no. once per turn rather than... But at least I got to Yarrow. Yeah, so you're yeah, you now... You can use me as a meat shield now. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Azalea stumbles up off the floor, like gets herself together, sprints down past Indra, jumps and lands unelegantly and just sprints towards Yara and she's like, Yara, are you okay? Are you hurt? And he's completely winded, so he's just like, <laughs> And it's your go. Oh my god, that's me! Wait, can I see this guy now? You can now see the kind of outline radiate, because the, despite the light not quite reaching them, you, they kind of cast a shadow where you would be able to see the light, which is why you can... I just realised I'm not going to be able to attack him, because even though I have a whip, it's only a ten foot. But you get bonus action, so you I can I do, but I want to hide so he doesn't hit me again, because <laughs> I'll die! <laughs> I'm gonna... Oh, and then Azalea's here. Oh man, <laughs> Azalea! <laughs> Be my meat shield, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, brother. Yeah, she would literally do that. <laughs> Stand behind me, yeah. I'll protect you. <laughs> Just hold me up. Throw <laughs> your arm through my belt and wear me like a shield. <laughs> <laughs> Don <Dawn> me. <laughs> it's like one of those cute rucksacks all those yeah. kids used to have. It's like a little arms. <laughs> like with a halibut as well, and instead of just flopping lifelessly, she's going to be like, <laughs> just flailing about. Thank <laughs> God, I think he's C3PO and Chewbacca. Yes. More like Chewbacca and an Ewok. Oh my God. He's going to, I think he is actually going to take his action to, we're occupying the same space right now. Basically, so, yeah. yeah. To essentially hide behind you, I think. Yeah. Azalea's gonna be like, yeah, I'll, I'll protect you, brother. <laughs> I'll save you. Okay, oh, roll stealth. I'm gonna say that normally this would be oh. a disadvantage <laughs> because Azalea is so small. Mm, However, it would. I kind of wanna like move. 
bit closer so like next turn I can have a chance of shooting. I was about to say, you could just pick me up. You are moving towards <laughs> just, that light. Just drag me. Yeah, <laughs> not pick. Well, well yeah. I'm I know, but it won't be dim light if you're. It is dim light. All of them. Are oh, dim light. is it? Oh, my oh. bad. I'm so sorry. Because before it was pitch darkness, these four kind of radiating globes are dim light. Yeah. They're just kind you of. You know what? Dripping. That's my bad because I heard you say dim light and then I did not absorb that you said dim light. You know. So. <laughs> by, by the way, Fran, they're dim light. <laughs> oh I really appreciate you clarifying. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Just, just like, uh, by the way, Asta, they're ten foot squares. <laughs> I actually forgot. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see, I, I didn't in that moment when I was moving my token. So just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wrote it in front of you. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> you overestimate me. Hi, my name's Asta. I'm 23, and I can learn how to read. <laughs> 23 next month. I'll have you know. Close enough. Um, did you want me to roll stealth? Yeah, with advantage though, because you're not trying to hide behind. Love that, because I got a one before. That's <laughs> how much do I have stealth as plus, plus nine. nine? I have a twenty-eight. <laughs> you feel pretty hidden, kind of. You've managed to clamber over some of this rubble and find a place where the shadows, even just from this very dim light, kind of conceal your outline. So you feel currently hidden. Perfect. <laughs> Ominous rolls from the DM train. <laughs> Azalea, as you're kind of watching Yarrow slink off, you can't. He kind of manages to find a place and just kind of goes from your line of sight, and you can't pick him out anymore. Brother! Two blasts of energy come at you out of this smog, but crash. Just kind of one's kind of a few feet to the left of you, the other kind of flies overhead, and you just hear this kind of echoing. <laughs> from the distance as it has impacted the wall or something. And nice. uh, Kettle. <laughs> oh shit, it doesn't like go. It is still really far away. Um, I'm going to one, two, three. I'm going to knock the light. The light. Um, now here's an interesting question. From Kettle's knowledge of knowledge, does the light look dangerous? Would I be concerned about going near the light? Do you mean the smoke? Yeah, that's what I mean, the, the smoky smoke. light. Does it look like Just it is an area check. attack? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> should I be going into the smoke and should I be expecting to take damage if I do? <laughs> that's an 18 of um, smoke check. Looking at this, it doesn't look dangerous instantly. It's definitely concealing. Instantly. It's fairly kind of almost viscous in its consistency, but it doesn't look like it would hurt you as you entered it. Okay, off we go. As you One, two, three. Oh god. Cool, so you're just kind of on the edge of where this mist is kind of originating from and you can, as you enter it, your vision becomes slightly impaired, it's much more difficult to see mm. kind of around you. It's, you know Harry Potter when he kind of enters that weird kind of like white landscape and there's all that yes. sort of smog around um, him that you no. can't see. Maybe it's not Harry Potter. We I don't know. I didn't Harry Potter. I've not seen all the Harry Potter. Oh, okay. yet, so. I've not either. Please, please, I, I, no, nobody spoil it. Think I about generic it. fog that's a bit thicker than it should be. Think about a smoke machine. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I've got it. Silent Hill. Yeah. Yes. yes. That, that vibe entirely. Can you make the siren sound? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not doing that. 
No, it's not that. Who was that like, <laughs> that made that noise? I literally can't even finish. That is a siren that happens, isn't it? No, yeah, There's but an air raid siren. Yes, but that wasn't an air raid siren. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was Eden's impression of an air raid siren. Right. Okay, yeah, an air raid siren is not. Like it's that. if air raid sirens were just you on poles. <laughs> <laughs> Sides of a pole going. <laughs> Okay, so I think that's Kettle's turn up. Yeah, I'm just chilling, chilling. Indra Ashvini, and then as um, How far down is it there now? It's like 10, 15 feet. Okay. How well can I see, like, what's below me? Like, how, as in, like, how well can I actually see the way down if I was to slide down it? Not very well at all. You would definitely have disadvantage, because this is still pitch black. You can see where the lights originate, and they give that kind of dim light, and you can only see it like like you would if you were seeing a lamppost in the distance. It's not giving you any light now, but you can see where this light is originating, casting light on it. That's all you can really see currently. Yeah. Um, and you can see the kind of shadows moving around of your friends. And... What I'm going to do is I'm going to movement... Because uh, Indra is not that risky. I'm going to... Uh, one, two, three, um, four. Wait, can I just... Each square is ten. Four. Five, six, there we go. Yes. And then I'm going to... So now you can see that shadow kind of just blocking where the light would be. That's how you can... I'm going to move, again, using using Indra's smart brain, they're going to move this light away from the arrow and move it more onto where they see the shape. Okay, yeah. So now this figure is cast in this dim light. It's still difficult to see because they are within the confines of the smoke, but you can see more clearly that beneath this robe mm-hmm. is a large kind of furred body and from it you can see that this is some sort of bugbear. Not quite like you recognise, slightly larger than you've seen before, slightly broader than you've seen before. And you can see in one hand there is this wicked looking scimitar in their hand. I think I might move. I think I'm going to just generally, I'm also going to move one light into the flow here and move that light towards him as well because I want the light not to be on our side, I want us to see him. Does that affect my sight at all? Is it close enough to me that... You all are like, you can all see in this, can't you? Or to a degree. No. The smoke almost seems to lighten up all of it as though the light has actually been refracted. So this entire smoke, now that the light is inside it, has kind of lit from within. Right. It's still very dim and pale, but this whole area now seems to be refracting this light. Is it kind of cool. like when you put your four beams on in fog and it just makes it worse? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but there's there's also light kind of illuminating out of it now slightly. Right. So yeah. I would say for five feet around this kind of small covering above this altar, there's like a very dim kind of radiating light. So Yarrow has disappeared into the darkness and Azalea's just had two bolts thrown at her. So she's going to turn towards the spooky boy and she is going to run 10, 20, 30, can I get to there? Yeah. And then hop her five foot so I can get to there and then jump towards him and thrust. Roll your attack. I'll say you kind of land just at the very edge of your reach. Yeah. Does 16 hit? 16 just hits. As you can see this kind of billowing cloak now as he's moving and you just kind of judge and manage to catch the side of this. I do 10 piercing damage and then bonus action. I'm going to whap him again with the rear end. Oof, no, seven. Seven doesn't. So So you manage to catch on the lunge, but you're just slightly overreaching to catch him. So as you draw back and try and like reverse your halibut to kind of smash him with the rear end of it, you just kind of come up to where you thought his body might be, but he's clearly moved as he's taken the hit, and it just catches the rope and no actual impact is felt. Yarrow. She yeah. is within range of this creature now, so you would get a sneak attack if you were to. Yes. I would quite like to do that. One, two, three, and a five. 
half. So you're like 35 feet of the movement. I say you're within your 10 feet to. Do I get you? You don't get an advantage, I, mean, I don't think. It's just you have to sneak second if you have advantage. Uh, well, he was hidden, and he hasn't done anything to break that stealth. And I've just rolled a perception to see oh. if this bugbear noticed, and they did not. So you Imagine. do have an advantage. Yes, good. That's a bit better. Fifteen. Fifteen. Unfortunately, again, Shit. being within this kind of smoggy exterior and with this large billowing cloak, it's really difficult to pinpoint exactly where this creature is. And you manage to kind of crack the whip and you see a gash open up in this cloak that they're wearing and just through it you can see it didn't manage to connect with the creature. And I'd like to use my bonus action to hide, please. Roll stealth. I should do that. Oh, 27. Okay. (laughs) Having a plus nine is arguably the worst number. It requires the most math and the least math. (laughs) And I'm not good at... You have to move the number every time. Every time the number must move. So now Azalea is in close proximity to this creature, it towers above you. This is, you know, eight, nine feet of bugbear. It, you can see kind of the fur isn't the normal kind of brownie gray fur. It's mottled black and almost looks to be kind of rotten or something. There's some sort of corruption upon this creature. It raises this scimitar that's probably as big as you are. It seems to be kind of glistening as this black energy. Potentially from this ritual, you don't know, but it raises it above itself and it's gonna take a swing. And I'm five foot too far away to help. Azalea would like to say, you don't scare me. Uh, 22 to hit. (laughs) Probably should scare you a bit. How is the table altar? How how high is it? Uh, the altar is kind of tiered almost, so yeah. there's like steps up to it. It's probably about eight feet or so off the ground where this. Interesting information. I will store that in my brain. You take eleven points of slashing damage as this huge scimitar crashes down. You can feel this great gash open up. It splits some of the wood in your armor. You can feel this horrible wound kind of. Yeah, did he move? That would fully one-shot me. At all forwards when he did that. He's already within your range, so you wouldn't get the attack that you would normally get. It's when they enter your reach for the first time. But as you're already within reach because you hit, it wouldn't have that effect. But he comes down with this huge, great kind of two-handed slash. Yaru is concerned. Yeah. Uh, Kettle, (laughs) you're up. She would also like to look up with blood dripping from her mouth and just go... <laughs> You're just a free action. Snarl her yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna snarl her teeth like real big gnashes at him. Um, I'm gonna try something a little bit zany. Okay. <laughs> Good because I think I'm gonna die soon. A little bit loopy crazy. <laughs> um, I would like to travel uh, a 10, 20 foot, and I want to kind of hop up on here. Yeah. <laughs> Kettle um, sacrifices herself. <laughs> <laughs> What's this about, eh? Hey? <laughs> Since it's taller than me, do I need to do a little rolly roll? I would say just it's ish. as your it's your movement. All right. It's a fairly easily accessible thing. And, it's clearly um, meant for. Now Kettle will disembowel themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my so, god. <laughs> <laughs> and that takes an action, please. You're off for that. Um, I would like to take my action to grovel, grovel, peg, um, peg, <laughs> grovel and peg. <laughs> I will save us. That was a great distraction. Just come on, 
I'm sorry. I just strap on and like, here yeah, I come. I don't roll for force. Oh. oh my god! <laughs> Wait, roll for persuasion. Hey, you don't Can always I... need to persuade. <laughs> you need consent. <laughs> consent is required. Yeah. <laughs> Only consensual peg your DD, okay? And in real life. Oh my god. People. Sorry, sorry for initiating that. I don't know what came over me. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I didn't you even said, hear you it. Said peg. I said peg. You, you said so you peg. said peg. You Something peg. on your mind, Fran. Fran, <laughs> 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 uh, is there something you want to get off your chest? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, I would like to grovel, cower, and beg. Of course. Um, and I will do that by like just kind of like, excuse me, over here, I am easy bait. Um, and that means everyone within a 10 foot range has advantage on attacks with enemies within 10 so feet of me. So you see this creature whose attention is, is focused upon Azalea kind of lifts their eyes and you see these deep oh, that's black <laughs> pools of blank. You can't tell any expression from these eyes. There is no iris, there's no coloration. It's just a solid black. Just kind of glares at you as you do this. Oh! <laughs> Yeah? Yeah, that was scary. That was scared. Looking good. What were you going to say? My type. <laughs> 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 Something looking kind of zexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, too much hair. <laughs> Indra Ashvini. Oh, okay. Azalea will be up after. Uh, is this until my end of my turn, by the way? Yes. Da, 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 get to point at the map. Can I? Can I? Can I see the boy? Yeah, you can see. You know, it's more their outline and their shadow. Okay. You're not within close proximity to so them. You can't but... see his dark eyes. Oh, yeah. while while he is momentarily distracted, I'm going to try and cast Mind Sliver on him. Ooh. Can you make an intelligence save, please? That is a natural one. Yeah. So Wait, you woo-woo! take a D6 of damage and another surprise that we get later on my next turn. Oh, we never five psychic damage. Excellent. So you can see this kind of, almost like the blood vessels inside his mind kind of like pop out a little bit. As you can see it kind of wince, but there's not much of a reaction other than that. Uh, is that your entire turn? That is, but I am now in range. Excellent. Azalea. Range. Sorry, I had to be said. So she's sort of like holding her halibut down a bit as sort of like blood is gushing from her shoulder and chest as she just goes, Yeah! And thrust it back up at him. Fantastic. And you get advantage because of... Kittle. Kittle. Uh, does a 15 hit? No. 15 does not hit. But she would like to rebuff and yeah. whack him with the other end. So the first one again, you just kind of thrust this however, it just misses inside this kind of... 16 on the, on the whack! 16 does hit, you manage Yay. to kind of... Aiming just for centre mass of this creature, you manage to catch it. Uh, 5 back damage. 5 damage, as you feel the kind of... You've got a slightly pointed end to your however, you just manage to sink it into the flesh. You hear this kind of... <laughs> But nothing really else as this kind of seems winded, but it's not like in an immense amount. And just as a FYI for people's understanding, Azalea's entire she left-handed, she's left-handed. So her entire left Ooh, arm. Oh, she's creative. Yeah, like me. <laughs> um, her entire left arm is now red with blood. She is the fur's red. matted around where the wound is. You can see it. It wouldn't have like, matted by then. You Come can on. you can see where it's kind of like clumped together. It's coagulated. It's been. I was about to say she's she is a prim and proper button. She will not let her fur mat. But she is drenched now, um, all down her. It's like dripping down as she's standing there. It's like dripping off the edge of her halibut. Yeah. Edge lord. Yarrow. Unibrow. 
fuck is that? You can move forward a little bit if you want. Oh, you've already got advantage because you're hidden, aren't you? Yeah. So that's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless I get super advantage, in which case. Well, I rolled a 19, so. It's probably going to hit. I think it's going to hit. Um, uh, no. You get <laughs> sneak attack damage. Ooh. Yay! So 2d6 plus 5. That's 8. Plus five. Plus five. Thirteen damage. I did that math all on my own, definitely. Fantastic. So as this creature's focused on Keto, having received this kind of almost offering of Keto, like, hey, attack me! Wait, I'm on this altar and everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm ready to go! (laughs) You see the kind of back almost turn to you, as it were, and there's just this large target ready for you to hit and you as Azalea is also there and all these distractions you manage to catch the whip and the kind of serrated iron that you've managed to add to the end of this whip just cause this huge gash and for the first time you hear this creature actually growl in pain as you can see this kind of dark thick blood ooze out of this wound. Ooh spooky I'm also going to use my defender's action to hide. Excellent Oh yes, I have to roll the dice. <laughs> I just assume it works. I rolled an 11. You get advantage. Natural 20! <laughs> Maximum hide. <laughs> yeah, I got just my ear like smoke Vaporises. All his atoms just kind of separate and he just yeah. becomes part of the mess for a second. <laughs> So spooky. Fantastic. This creature is then turning around to see what happens, can't see you, is then going to, on evens it's going to go for Azalea, on odds it's going to go for Kettle. It's evens. Uh-oh. It's going to slash at you again. That was a 16 to hit. No it wasn't, because I'm going to cutting words him. Okay. <gasps> so you're going to take bloody 5 off of that. So 11 Ooh. to hit. I had to get what? I was I was five out of range to do that before. For our dear readers, my armor class is sixteen. Yeah. So I've now just dodged a bullet, literally. So Indra, what do you do? So I imagine that Indra's like been kind of skulky in the background this whole time, like just trying to analyze the situation. And they got this like they kind of like as the thing was distracted, they kind of managed to catch it with this mind sliver. And then um, it just sort of like hears like a voice in its head, sort of thing. And like his his eyes kind of cross and he's like two azaleas for a second, and then he just like hits the wrong one or something like that. So you see this giant scimitar coming for you and you are sure this is gonna hit you and potentially knock you out of this fight either for good or at least for a moment and at the very last second you can see this kind of momentary glazing of behind the eyes of this creature you're not understanding what's going on. Oh you probably see like in the background you just see like a slight flash of like blue light from like Indra's arm that's like they're trying to cover with their sleeve so it doesn't it's not too obvious. And the scimitar carves this huge gash in the stone beneath you clean crack as well you something you wouldn't necessarily expect from a normal weapon as the rock almost seems to split under the force of this blow uh kettle mm. your go <laughs> i'm so glad i got within 60 foot <laughs> i'm also so very glad because yeah. i would have died i was i was five out of range to do that last time and it was really annoying i would like to jump off my little altar into just read i have a regular healing potion sorry combat <laughs> range yeah you are within five feet of this. <laughs> and i have i will activate my primal savagery as i attack what did i get what did i get you are with advantage anyway do I? Why? It's primal savagery. It gives you advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got pack tactics, sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. got people within five feet of me. And natural 20! Yeah. Yeah. Go Kettle! <laughs> <laughs> so, Kettle, we are the same size. Yeah. Technically we're a pack. 
<laughs> okay, so you don't need that many. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just dump the whole thing. Uh, that's a total of seventeen poison damage. Seventeen. She kind of like as she jumps, you, like you see it kind of like emanate out of her fingertips as she like scratches down him. And you just see like green goo come out of the wounds as it like poisons. Excellent. You can see it almost pulse into its veins as well. It's now exposed kind of bugbear. You shred through this cloak a bit more. It's starting to get very tatty. I don't like your cloak. You can see it stumble back from just from the impact of this, this tiny kettle against this ginormous bugbear creature. You can see it take a step back and almost fall to one of its knees as it kind of shakes slightly and kind of sways a little bit. Uh, Kettle, if you stood on my shoulders, we'd maybe be the same height as him. <laughs> Get that trench coat. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Indra. I am going to cast Dissonant Whispers on him. Ooh. Can you do a wisdom save and subtract a, and subtract a d4 from the mind sliver? Okay, so that was a 10. Minus 5. Cool. I think he's a minus 10. Cool. 5. But, okay, so that is... 3 plus 4, 7 plus 5. That is 12 psychic damage, and he has to move away from me with his as far as as much speed as he can. On his turn, or just instantly? Um, if available, the creature moves. It just says it must... Oh, immediately use its um, reaction. Okay, so... I imagine what happens is like Indra this whole time sort of like has been like crouching and they sort of like stand up and their kind of tattoos glow and it's almost like a massive like it's like a pulse of like energy like this weird wave of like distress and fear that passes through everyone but it creates like a big like gust of wind and like blows like a column of like the fog away sort of thing and like a thing towards them. Bye. So as this wave of psychic energy disrupts not just the kind of psychic field it would normally it actually disrupts the material plane as the force of this hits this bugbear and you see the kind of smoke swirl it's not like a huge gust of wind so much as just a disturbance in the way this smog moves you can see kind of his eyes begin to drip with this black ichor his nose like bursts with the same thing his you can see out of his ears the same kind of trickle as this psychic force hits this creature and it moves Push him that way and then roll your attacks to hit. His, his, his speed. So yeah, to there. there. I get pack tactics on this as well, yes? Yeah. Do I get an advantage? Uh, that's a five and a six. Yes, go for it. <laughs> um, I got 11. 11 does not hit. I got 17. 17 does hit. I got 17. 17 does hit. Can I do double whack or is it just uh, one? Just whack? the one because it's a... 11 piercing damage with my halibut, I poke him in the butt. Nine damage. But 20 damage between the two of you. <laughs> this creature is looking seriously injured now. You can see these wounds opening up on him. You manage to, again, cut this huge gash on its side as it starts to move. And you manage to kind of pierce it with this. Can like, I skewer him through the leg? Yeah, this huge wound opens up on his leg. It's still just about, it's like limping away, breathing heavily as it tries to get away from injury. Like upper thigh, full on kebab skewered. It's like you skewer him on one leg and I whip round the other leg yeah. and like... Can we make him do the splits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's practicing his pole routine. And then Yarrow. Logically, I know what I should do, but what would Azalea do? Oh, do that's the question. She runs straight towards him. Completely fearless. And hop at him again, jabbing with her jabby jab boy, her halibird raised, and she'd like to hop up to down. 
So you don't actually manage to get like down as you'd had normally. It kind oh, of hits. she rolls a natural one. Oh. As you're trying to hop, you manage to catch yourself on like a small piece of debris, and you just don't quite get the distance you were expecting. So instead of, as you're imagining, the halibut kind of plunging into this torso, the torso of this creature, it just manages to sink into the ground just below as you kind of don't manage to get the distance you were hoping for. You're now right within range, but you haven't managed to score the hit with that. Can I whack him? You can do it with your bonus action, yeah. Does a 18 hit? 18 does hit. She sort of like fumbles down to the ground as she's completely missed her shot, but um, retaliates by pulling the halibut out of the ground and accidentally thumping him with it. <laughs> um, with a four. Four. This creature is looking seriously wounded now, kind of swaying on the very verge of consciousness. Um, Yarrow, you're up. Am I still? You broke your stealth to hit that. <gasps> oh no! However, Azalea is within five feet, so if you do hit, you will get sneak attack. Well, I got a 19 anyway, so I don't think it matters. But sneak attack! Yeah, sneak attack. Oh. Yeah, you do the damage. No, yeah, no, yeah it's, sneak it's not advantage to hit, but because no, no, a just... creature is within, you get oh, sneak attack. Oh, rogues are confusing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you, you did hit. Six damage. How would you like? Yes! <laughs> um, as you, like, bonk him up, Yarrow just hits right at the neck. <laughs> and uh, just clean off, just clean off. So again, you've you've added additional metal to the end of this whip to be more lethal than the standard whip would be, and it catches it perfectly as to where you've kind of arranged these studs of metal, and it just decapitates this creature. And you can see this giant head just <laughs> onto the floor. Everybody kind of stands just on instinct for a second. And it's not so much of a gush as you'd expect from a normal living creature. It's kind of like a ooze again. It's this black liquid kind of bubbles from the stump and starts to slide off and kind of cascade down. And then it just collapses onto the floor. As that is not normal. <laughs> I was going to say, as he's like collapsing down, he's going to run towards Azalea and try and like push her out of the way. So that e easy enough. You're within 10 feet, so you just kind of manage to grab your sister yeah, and just like, drag her out of the way at this point. Just... Let me at him! Let me at him! <laughs> he's already dead! <laughs> Please! I want to kill him some more! <laughs> Are we still in initiative? Or that is end of initiative. Ooh. I would immediately like to investigate the thing that I'm next to now, please. <laughs> uh, roll an arcana. An arcana! Interesting. Uh, one arcana, one nature. <gasps> oh, two? Oh. Two rolls? Or I pick one? No, two rolls. Two rolls! <gasps> a um, 17 for arcana mm -hmm. and a 12 for nature. So, with the nature roll, you realise that what this altar is made of, it has been added to with the ore that you have previously seen. You can see that this ore is what is glowing red and kind of very gently kind of pulsating as though it was, as though it was embers. Um, with that arcana, you can see that the altar itself has runes carved in surrounding it. These are runes unlike you've seen before. You may have seen some when your druid friends managed to kind of teach you a little bit about the kind of innate magic. There may have been some rituals for summoning fey creatures and things like that that you've potentially seen before. These are nothing like that. They're much more jagged. They're much more... Primal. Pr yeah, exactly primal. Stole the words right out of your gob. <laughs> you did. <laughs> so that's what you see there. And you can see that where the liquid hit, that circle that I've drawn on the map, is a kind of large, very shallow basin as such. And above you, you can see these kind of spectral almost chains in the dark vision. You can just see their outlines. And from it, this limp, 
desiccated body just hanging. Desiccated coconut. (laughs) (laughs) I did not have any control over that. It had to be said. That's okay. We have our moments. (laughs) Do you mean desiccated or decimated? Desiccated, as in... Shredded! Dry and... Lifeless. Yeah. Like coconut. (laughs) It's like coconut. It's almost as though it's been there for, you know, decades, as you'd expect. Like, all the moisture has been drawn out of this. Or, um, or someone did it very quickly and magically. So wow. I'd like to say the bleeding has stopped with Azalea. She's still like just covered in the blood down one side, but it has it has ceased to be gushing. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> every time you move, it kind of oozes a little bit yeah. as open wounds do. Yeah. But it's would you like a, a bit of healing? Are you okay over there? Uh, 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 uh. It's her response as she goes to look to, to look at the scimitar. Can she pick it up without touching the wounds? The scimitar isn't there. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Oh, we don't Did my did I see what happened with my intense perception skills? As the creature collapsed and whatever it was channeling seemed to dissipate from the body, you saw the scimitar kind of blacken, char, and then just. Collapse into dust. Mm, that is very interesting. Mm. I would like to take a vial of um, bugbear goo and a vial of uh, scimitar ash. Of course. Thank you. Can write um, those down. Then Azalea would like to very cautiously, not touching the goo, try and uh, investigate the decapitated bugbear body. Within <gasps> the Ooh. robes of this creature, a sealed. Oh my god! Oh my god, it's actually sealed. We have an actual sealed letter. We have props! (laughs) I I can't spell scimitar in other words. (laughs) Scimita. Scimita! You're gonna look back and be like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Who is Scimita? And why is she so ashy? Would I recognise the seal? Roll a history check. (laughs) I'm gonna say that's a Probably not. A five. Absolutely not. Injured also walk and be like, um, hello, should I should I move this fog out of the way? Oh yes, oh, yes that is a very okay. good idea. Yeah, I'm just gonna use shape water and just start like kind of just I'm just staring at it. Ooh. So you Try not to gradually disperse. One, this one yeah. quite sluggish to respond to your commands as though almost as though it's not just made of this water, there is some other essence to it, but it does eventually kind of disperse and falls a bit lower. It's not so much gone as it is kind of spread mm. out and kind of Towards the Yarrow, do you recognise this? History again. Everyone have a look at the seal. Anyone know anything? Kittle apparently has an unnatural twenty, considering she knows nothing about the world. What is the actual? What is the? What is the check we're making? History. History. I got seventeen. I also don't. I don't mind if that check doesn't mean much because I think Um, I shouldn't know anything. Yeah. Kettle (laughs) wouldn't recognise this. Eighteen. Indra and Yarrow. With a 17 and 18, you don't instantly recognise it. The two of you are talking, and then you realise that this is a symbol that's been rumoured to be around the Empire for a while. Neither of you have seen it in person, there have just been accounts of it. This is the symbol of a very underground occult group, uh, organisation. You, There's not much known about them, it's just kind of rumoured and whispered. Well, would we, Do we, know we don't know any names. Um, they have, by all accounts, it's very much kept anonymous. There are the occasional references, almost informally. I would say, particularly Yarrow, you would know, uh, this is the symbol of the Shrouded Court. 
Oh, is this backstory? <laughs> Noticing the slight change in uh, Yarrow's uh, expression. So you recognise it. What is it? That's the shrouded court. The who? Uh, the what? They Ooh. don't. The how? We don't know much about them, but there's a reason for that. Well, I mean, their name is Shrouded, so yeah. Yeah, go fucking figure. <laughs> Language. Sorry. <laughs> so, is, are they? I'm guessing they're not very nice people. Shall I, I open it? The she thing flicks is, I, her, couldn't, I couldn't tell you, I don't know. <laughs> she flicks a paw and one of her little claws sticks out and she goes, Shall I open it? Hell yeah! Secret letter, let's go! Notice how I didn't say fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't wanna. I literally already forgot what you said! <laughs> Rip it. Rip her apart. Kill her. (laughs) Make her suffer. Destroy. I'm I'm glad I had tissue. Oh. Oh my god, he you glued it! Why'd you glue it? Did you not trust the seal? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, that's another language. Suspense! Suspense! Oh, Da, 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 code. <laughs> oh, that's worse. Um, can I do a? Ch- Hang on, I check? haven't shown it to anyone yet. We're all still around yeah. you. No, I'm not. We're at all very nosy people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I can't read this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think. Can I sniff it and can I tell that is it is it written in blood? Roll just an investigation for me. She starts licking it and can't tell. Please don't, don't smudge it. it! Oh my god! Um, it doesn't really. I, I don't know. What, wait, what does blood taste like? And then she just, just licks her arm. <laughs> like, oh my god! That's so gross! So, can I now tell? Because I've now tasted blood. With. <laughs> with that investigation roll, you are still kind of shell shocked about that. You were seriously wounded. You've been through an awful lot today. I'm a little bit, just passes I'm out. A little bit, no, I'm a little bit delirious. I'm yeah. like, I think it tastes like candy floss. <laughs> Is it a language that any of us recognise? No. Dang! God. Oh well. Does it look... Uh, <laughs> she goes, okay, she goes, doesn't take that off you. <laughs> okay, can you maybe keep it in your pocket for me along with my starfy thing? Thank uh, you, I'll as Azalea just kind you. of sways a little bit. <laughs> and I'll give you this instead, and he hands you a regular healing potion. She Aww. tries to hold it, but she's perching up with <laughs> he her will literally, like... I've, I've grab her face. Her long, lobby arm. Feed it to her. No, no. She's, she's holding herself up with her halibut with her right arm, which is very wrong because she's left-handed. And with her left hand, she tries to lift it up, but just flicks blood up <laughs> Yarrow and onto his face. It's just like, Daisy. Oh, so gross. <laughs> Who's... Who is? Are you drinking it yourself, or are you? I'm just gonna. Ah. Okay. I'm just pouring it into Roll two d four for me, Aaron. Two d four. I have a question while dice being rolled. Yes. Um, does it, from my studies, does it look like a language, or does it look like magic talk? Like, is it a sequence of a spell or something? Okay. Um, or does it look like it could be a code? Or Roll investigation for me. I want to know if I recognise it as a language that maybe like I don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like you know, you see German, you're like, oh, that's German, but I don't know what it says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got five hit points, by the way. Yay! That's a eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, so with that, you get that this is probably not some sort of spell. It looks like some kind of language. Right. You definitely don't recognise it. You might have to take it to someone who you know, specialises in that sort of thing. thing. Yeah. But, 
I know like some things, but I don't know this yet, so we got to find out now. Oh, that magic man might know. May I just put that one to fish through my dice? Fish. Going fishing. Going fish. 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 Should we take a little break? Should we level up and take a break? I assume we will be leveling up. Yeah, well, yes. Oh my god! <laughs> Please don't do that! <laughs> Fantastic. So, you've just discovered this note that none of you can read on the corpse of this creature, and Ketel has just had an investigation of the actual altar itself. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's made out of all that ore we saw earlier. Um, and there are runes. Does anyone else read these runes? Indra? Um, um, okay, yes, I can have a look. I would like to do two things also. One, I'm going to roll for in the runes. Two, I want... What do I know about... I'll do the runes first, don't worry. I didn't know about the runes because I got a two plus four. <laughs> <laughs> this all seems beyond anything any of you have experienced before. Okay. Um, secondly... What do I know about the Wizards Guild in general? Should I make a roll for it? Because I'm thinking, person who probably knows about the runes is Wizard Man, but I don't know if we should show the Wizard Man. Wizards Guilds are quite secluded in society. They keep themselves primarily. They have dealings with other, like with the Bardic Colleges, with the actual governance of the Empire, so royal family and then other various seats of power within Canaspa and within Asternia, the actual empire. They're, they guard their secrets very closely. There's quite a intense initiation, essentially, to join and become a wizard. It's kind of like anyone who shows promise in the potentially arcane arts as a wizard would be either sent there by their parents or they might have scouts out looking for potential recruits. They're definitely not above making deals, as you've seen before, to kind of we'll give something in return for you helping us. It's usually in their favour, generally, but you don't know a huge amount about it because they are, again, a separate entity to the Bardic mm. Colleges, so you wouldn't necessarily have had a huge amount of experience other than the occasional kind of... You might have gone on an excursion where there was a wizard present if it had been but arranged. Generally, how, if we were to give... Because we obviously know this about the Shroud of Court, which is quite an intense thing, generally how... Much of a good idea do I think that is with what I know about the Wizards Guild. I can do like a roll of some kind if you want. Insight! <laughs> yeah, I would say just give like a, a rough insight to try and, try and get a... An insight track, you say. Is this going to be I would a like idea? to know... Oh, fuck me. That was uh, terrible. I, I'm, I'm noting down as many patterns that I can pick out from... So the... probably taking actual like yeah. scratchings of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That was only an 11 with advantage and plus 4. I was gonna say, are these do these runes align in my personal quests? You get out the previous copyings of the runes that you've seen before. They're not the same, but the way they're shaped is extremely similar. Oh, what have you got there? Uh, yarrow. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to call you Indra. Oh, that man. Oh, that man. What have you got? I can't remember. <laughs> Just a piece of paper, isn't so it? You, Just a piece of paper. You found some paper. runes in the yeah, well, the library that Prosnethus is... Yeah, did. ...that were similar to the ones in your memory, and you copied them down to try and find more information about them. Because there were only a few. There were ancient runes from society pre-Cataclysm. 
So it was, you know, this is kind of almost folklore in ways, but you've seen these runes and they are similar, but again, not the same as the ones kind of carved into the altar. Some runes. <laughs> wow, that's pretty crazy. I actually wanted to go to that um, temple place. So maybe we can go back with both of these things and learn loads of stuff. That sounds like a very good idea. You do remember that the Church of Prosnethus is more of a wide but very basic range of knowledge. They're, mm. they're the kind of religion that tries to promote as much knowledge within the you know townsfolk and the peasants of the empire. They just try and spread general knowledge, but they don't really have access to that extremely specific knowledge that people like the wizards or private and mm. also the wizards, maybe the wizards will not. Also, I got 11, 11 on the inside onto the Wizards Guild and how much of a good idea I thought it would be. You doubt that the Wizards Guild as a whole has a connection to the Shrouded Court? Yeah. It's also potentially something that could help the Empire itself. You know the Shrouded Court aren't, they don't have a good reputation. They are involved in a lot of fairly underhand dealings and, you know, they're, they're a crime gang in the very basic sense, but they clearly have another agenda. They kind of mm-hmm. use crime to fund their activities. Because that's that's all you anyone really knows about the Shredder Court. And it's only because you two rolled so highly previously that you know this about them. Yeah. Because most of them, they're almost like the boogeyman to most normal people. Ooh, you know, it's just like rumours. Yeah. If you don't go to bed on time, the Shrouded Kraut will... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to speak. I could see the letters, but I couldn't figure out what you were in. Sound is crap. It's just it's a very old German. Like... <laughs> 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 you <laughs> put your to sleep. Oh dear, Nazis now. That's it forever now. There's another sect called the Shredder Crap. There's just a bunch of like old Germans like. This is bordering on something that's going to get us in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um... No more. No uh, more, Tara, don't do it. <laughs> anyway, um, I I think possibly this maybe. I, I don't think anyone would really know what to do with this except for the Wizards Guild. I, I do have an idea, though. Perhaps, well, they, they did send us on that other mission. Perhaps we can uh, just a- exchange this information for what we wanted instead. I feel like this all benefits us in some way, except for that guy, and he points up to uh, the guy. Who's... Oh shit, I totally forgot about him. Um, oh, I, could... uh, I would like to do a medicine check to see, like, well, not how he died, but how quickly it actually happened. Like This humanoid is suspended kind of 20 feet above you with these chains kind of hanging by the arms. So... Up! <laughs> Give me up! <laughs> I'll sort of just like hesitantly <laughs> lift kettle in the air. As Sarah doing all the discussions <laughs> and things, um, Azalea would just have a bit of a snuffle around the whole room just to see what's there. And okay, so you roll investigation. Um, how are you trying to get this creature down from. I'm not, I just want to stare at it. Okay. From on top yeah. of Indra's shoulders. Roll the medicine then. 19. 19? Yeah. So. With your, we'll do yours first with the 19, the medicine check. You look up and you can see that clearly the killing blow is this large kind of gash across the torso of this creature. Mm, You remember hearing that kind of scimitar being drawn and you imagine that's probably when they thought maybe the ritual was going to be interrupted so they finished it quickly or something like that. Um, 
as you kind of get closer to the chains, you can see along the center of the arms where all the blood vessels would be primarily, there are these devices that are kind of clamped onto their forearms mm. that seem to have been uh, like lightly pressed into wherever the blood was flowing from and allowing it to filter out in a way that was specifically required for this. Could I pull one off? Has, has anyone done an arcana check on the actual ritual itself yet? Uh, you were trying to work out. out kind of what was happening as I you were listening to it. I think I did an stuff. arcana check on, on like the bowl. Have I done an arcana check on anything yet? I, can't I will remember. let you roll an arcana check just to try and work out exactly can, what was happening. Can I just say, so, oh. so they were milking him? Oh, Cheryl! More like bleeding <laughs> For him. blood. Oh. I got a one, so that's a five. Can I assist? Because I'd like to know also. I'll let you roll your own individual one rather than yeah. So I'll kind of... Um, <laughs> why did I, why whilst, did I make that noise? Whilst this is happening, oh, I got you go back to the corpse, having been distracted previously by Peter. the letter that you found mm-hmm. in it, and kind of rummaging through, you find a quite a large vial for you, but probably like a hand-sized vial for this creature, and it seems to contain a refined powder looking very similar to the ore that's around. Other than that, this just seems to have been potentially some sort of sacrificial room. There's not really anything else here. You don't find any further notes or equipment or anything. It's just this kind of empty cavern with this altar in it. And no the, other rooms. Nothing that you can find, no. Yeah, I think this is it, guys. I, th- I think I think the room is empty. Can I, I'm going to insight that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to take the blood milker. Oh, hey. oh, can we please stop calling it that? <laughs> okay, so, but what did you get for your Arcana when you rolled? Oh, I got an 8. Okay. So I mean, well, the first time I dropped my dice, I got 16. So if you're You've got a roll in the thing. Oh, God! Um, Fine, I got an 8. So you're still kind of 10 feet away from actually being able to grab the body because Indra's just holding you up above it. So you're kind of, you can't reach it yet because this is, you know... It looks like potentially being raised. You can't see anywhere where the chains are connected to, because again, you've got sixty feet. Maybe if you send some lights up, you might be able to see something. But it's called a rotolactor. Oh my <laughs> god! I hate this bit. I hate this bit. <laughs> what uh, if I jumped? I'd let you roll an athletics check to try and what are you get do- onto what are you this corpse from Indra's kind of I like... want to leap from Indra's shoulders and hold onto the corpse. Do you mean if, like... I, if, I, if I'm holding you, you wouldn't be able to jump though really very well, would you? If I have my hands you are, on your legs, then like... I didn't think you had. Are you going to make any evidence that this is happening? No. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I have to roll something in response then. So roll a athletic or acrobatics to try and keep essentially your grapple on not, not Not to keep my grapple, just because obviously she's going to be pushing her weight on me very suddenly. So it's to make it so I don't fall and make the whole thing not work. I got That's an eight. That's a 15. I got an eight though. So I will say you managed to spring up off Indra, com- taking Indra completely by surprise <laughs> and just kind of clutch onto the bottom of one of this corpse's legs. You're now kind of swinging as these chains oh click. And this corpse is just kind of like swinging gently back and forth as you're like trying to hold on. Indra, you fall flat on your ass <laughs> as the force of this tiny little 
little kobold just erupts from your shoulders <laughs> trying to get up there and you just end up like forced back and just fall <laughs> kind of like on your ass looking up as Kettle's kind of like mm, scrambling I there. would like to activate primal savagery so that my claws grow and I can use them to oh, claw my way up the corpse okay <laughs> I'm going to say this is another check, but with advantage for this, yes. is your... <laughs> you wanted interesting spell usage. <laughs> um, that is, that is two, ten? two tens. No, that was caught. Is it? Is that that's a ten? A, it, no, that's ten. That's okay, tens. eleven. I will say with that, it's a bit difficult as your kind of poisoned claws sink in really deeply, but then kind of slide a little bit. As they're <laughs> it's kind of, like a cat! Yeah. <laughs> So it takes you a moment and you kind of like properly gash this already <laughs> mutilated corpse and eventually you kind of climb up and you can see the two chains that now kind of head up and are tied at these two large fixings in the ceiling that look to have been sunk there at some point. Um, they're about another 40 feet above you. You can get these things but it would be a bit difficult to also hold your grip and try and get get the thing off but you could potentially break the chains maybe or something if you kettle, wanted to breaker of chains <laughs> kettle Free him shredder of corpses mm. <laughs> um oh, it's a shame that primal savagery is an acid because i could just you know what you know what's the dumbest fucking thing i was literally thinking oh i should get heat metal but i didn't choose heat metal you plonker i'm such a plonker i cast enhance ability and give myself cats of grace Okay. Which I have advantage on dexterity checks and don't take damage for falling 20 feet or less. Um, so I'm going to cast that, try and climb and just yank it out of his hand by holding on with my legs, uh, just but assuming I'm going to fall. So what in his hand? I missed that. It's Nothing's not, in his hand. It's kind of this <laughs> device. I'm just trying to take it off. I just want to remove his arm, obviously. <laughs> okay, so make a it was the sleight of hand check. Ooh, interesting choice. Uh, let me just use you my get spell it with slot. Adv- you get advantage with your... Do I get advantage? With uh, It's catch grace, isn't it? It's any it dex. says dexterity checks. It didn't say saving throw, it said checks. Yes. So Good. sleight of hands and dex yes. checks. Um, that is a solid 19. So with that, you manage to kind of pry open this device and it opens uh, almost like a bear trap. Oh, Two sides kind of thing. pull out and you can see inside there are these small kind of pin-like protrusions mm. that seem to have been what have dug in and allowed the release of this kind of blood. And you actually click it off and you now have one of these. Oh, this is fantastic. This is very exciting. Mm. Uh, do I stay on it or like, am I going to... You're a little bit unstable having just done this, but because of the cat's grace, I will say you've managed to keep hold of the corpse currently. I was about to say, not realising that Kettle has, you know, magicked themselves to be dexterous, um, Azalea would be like, Kettle! Like, watching this, and be she'd drop her halberd and be underneath trying to catch Kettle. Be like, it's okay, I've got you! Um, I look down, and I see Azalea, and I'm like, ah, I'm getting! And then I just kind of, like, let go, and just, like, let myself fall. <laughs> Except you're 20 feet in the air. Except you're 20 feet in the air. I'm going to trust fall down and like turn around at the last minute and like, you know, like cats yeah. at the last second and just kind of like land on you. Um, like perfectly. You not perfectly. Damage? Like land one foot on each of the outstretched hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like split. Yes, hello, Azalea. Look at this thing that I've just got. Oh my God, that's horrible. It is what covered in dried blood. <laughs> oh my God. 
And now that you've got it a bit closer, you can see there's clearly like a channel where it funnels the blood that is drained out into a specific kind of... I could definitely learn a lot from this. Please get off my hands and get that away from me. Okay. <laughs> I just kind of hop down. <laughs> also, okay, at, at a side like 15 minutes ago, I got an, I got an insight... <laughs> I meant to, a very important bit. I meant to say, like, ages ago, I got an insight of 20 on Azalea lying about finding nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. So you realise Azalea found nothing in the room. But you... What? Are you saying this because you literally don't consider this to be anything useful? Or yeah, are you saying... Yeah, it's just a while. I mean, if someone had asked me, I'd be like, yeah, I found this thing. But nobody's asked me in, about Indra, it. Indra did ask yeah, me. Indra yeah, Indra did ask me. And you said, said you, you found anything. nothing. Oh, that went straight over. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, why are you lying? Yeah, why are you lying? Oh, no, the room is empty. No, she, she no, we'll, we'll play this. She does not register what she's picked up as important. <laughs> well, she found something. But, yeah, but she's not... So you, you can see, Indra, that Azalea has picked up something. You're probably still even holding I'm it. Holding it. Yeah. 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 No, 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 I did not find a thing. <laughs> it's um, it's oh, it's sticking out of my pouch. What oh, are my pouches? Okay. Oh, you're like currently stowing it as this is happening. Yeah. You know, it was a fairly oh, you know oh. same time kind of thing. Yeah. But you're you can tell that Indra, um, Indra even that you can that Azalea just genuinely doesn't consider this to be of importance. Oh, okay. It's not like I'm trying to hide something. It's more completely oblivious to what's going oh, on. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Because I was thinking this is really she's strange. just been slashed in half. Just had healing potion shoved down her throat. Her gullet. Mm. <laughs> her gullet. Oh, specific. Um, she's really angry at this bugbear. She's really pissed off that um, Yarrow's hurt, got hurt, and um, has just seen Indra climb like a cat. I didn't climb. Kettle climbed. <laughs> kettle climbed like a cat. Shredded and a, shred corpse. a corpse. And then land on her hands with said with corpse blood milker. So I actually have written down blood extractor, <laughs> just so everyone knows, it was a bit. <laughs> Indra would probably just be like, um, up from the floor, just be like, I, I could have maybe just sort of, and then like, the, uh, kind of like, the, the water skin actually where it kind of comes out, it's like a little kind of grabby cloth, and then they go like, n- n- never mind. And put it back <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the DM screen again. <laughs> Ooh. So, anyway, screen um, so you would have seen the vial yeah. sticking out of her okay. thing. S- sorry, Mrs. Mrs. Alia, what, 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 is, what is that though? What? what? The, oh, the vial. oh, this thing. I don't know. She pulls it out. She has to hold it with two hands because it's quite big oh. for her. And she's just like, it kind of looks like that rock stuff, but I, I don't know. It's all powdery. Oh, and she starts to try and. What are these rolls I'm doing currently? You've rolled two. She starts from like, Many. not yeah. shaking it violently, but she starts doing that to see that it is an actual powder. Yeah, it's, it's very sand consistency. Yeah. That dice is in dice jail now for the rest of this session because I've rolled two about seven times. <laughs> and th- also three a few times. Yeah, it's, re- it's you are not my friend today. She then puts it back in her satchel and goes, I'm sure the wizard people yeah. might be able to tell us something about it. But perhaps that could be part of our exchange. For Maybe you could ask the alchemist. <laughs> Let me try some. Kettle, what do you think it is? <laughs> Looks delicious. Let me put a finger in and give it a little... little, little, little. Um, because you instantly... <laughs> <laughs> She's rubbing I mean, it on her gum! That's how you got a note. <laughs> Kettle's irises just like wide. Irises? <laughs> 
pupils just like widen. So I would, I would like to say Azalea would not allow Kettle to eat it or taste it. She would just. She's the professional. I'm yeah. dexterous right now. If, you can't fucking touch me. If you've handed it over, it just looks like Kettle's doing the basic checks, and oh. then it's, it's, it's almost. It's almost she's not handed it over. She's just holding it. Okay, maybe. What do you think? Oh, can I take it, please? <laughs> Let her try it. <laughs> You wouldn't, you wouldn't I can't know do analysis like. unless it's in my hands. Yeah. Thank you very much. Open it up. Oh my god! <laughs> so roll first of all either a Constitution saving throw. Nature or an Arcana, it's your choice. I'll go with nature. That is a ten. There's no really intense kind of flavour profile to it. It just tastes like dirt almost, like mm. you know, rock dust. There's nothing that really jumps out as you as all oh, this could be like one of the properties of it. You know, wow, this is gritty. <laughs> you've tasted some chemicals before as you've been experimenting with all your alcohol me and it's, you're not instantly getting all oh, this could be it from this mm. um, you don't feel any particular sensation like running through your body at the taste of it you don't get an instant magical like essence from it necessarily yep are you dust okay? are you okay did it hurt you oh my god give me that back no you... it's okay it's a part of my training you've got to test things out bro build up your immunities and now kettle dies just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm getting that like plot working early for my my high level ability. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're sure, do, do you want to keep hold of it? I mean, it's a pretty big bottle. Maybe we could get Yarrow to carry it's it. It's like first. two hands for you. Yeah. It's two um, Indra. Okie dokie. You can well, take it. We have we have rocks and bottle and bottle of rocks and, and, and goop and dust and metal bear trap things. I will or... then erase it from my inventory, and you better write it in yours, Missy. This... Um, I'm not the one taking it. Intra is. I'm going to put it in my inventory. This looks like a lot of g- g- good stuff to give to the Wizards Guild, maybe, in exchange for our information. More like good stuff. <laughs> oh, because I picked up some guild! Yeah. That's I, really funny! I'm, How did you think of that? I'm a really funny guy. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Indra's expression is utterly dead. <laughs> <of that>. Like, <laughs> not like not like intentionally like I'm scouting because I find this funny. Just there's literally just no emotional reaction like, whatsoever. Captain Colt. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, my just, god. Did you just laugh uproariously? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very that. Just like yes, that was very funny. Well, well done, Yarrow. That was rather amusing. <laughs> Yarrow gives like a single little tick. <laughs> So, oh no, sorry, I didn't mean to make you cry. Oh, I'm so bad at doing that. No. Oh, is it starting to happen? Do I need to make notes? How, how do oh, you I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Wait, what's going on? <laughs> Fred got so close to me when she said that she literally spat on me. <laughs> I don't have to be close to do that. I am a... I got the rage. I got the rage, darling. I've got the rage. I was about so. to say, ears have dropped as she's looking at Kettle. It's just like, are you sure you're okay? That powder didn't do anything to you. Are you sure? I'm just feeling a lot of energy because I cast a spell on myself. That means I'm very, um, well, I'm kind of like a cat, you know? Like, you know how cats oh. jump around lots? Yes. So for the next hour, I'm going to be like this. <laughs> well, to be honest, at least you're not a rabbit. We jump around a lot more. Do you want to have a jumping contest? Actually, no. Wait, I don't want to do that right now. This, yeah, because you later. Yeah, quite insensitive, guys. Anyway, if you feel any <laughs> negative side effects, can you let me know so I can write them down for you? Because I feel like that would be helpful. Um, about what? We've lost... I've lost... Oh, <laughs> I just heard Ruby, sorry. That wasn't Ruby, that was Kettle. Oh, no. yeah, obviously, sorry. I just lumped out. Well, I mean, if we're all test- 
if, if we're all powder tested out and uh, and you're you are okay, um, I think we should probably leave. I don't. Oh, yeah, I, I'm still been, getting some bad vibes in Ramin here. You know, an hour and a half since you left, North. The... We, we oh, need to check oh on the God. kids. <laughs> we he, left a bunch of children. He on said that he'd wait with the kids until nightfall, which you would imagine is probably around about now, before he took them to the like Whoa. village. He had got one of the scimitars that he'd taken from one of the goblin corpses and was like, I'll stand here to protect them. You've probably scared most of the like, creatures away having you know murdered a bunch of stuff. I'd love to think we all have that moment at the same time we all look at each other and just sprint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! The we left the law! And then as- we left the law! <laughs> As Azalea sprints past um, Indra, she grabs the chain and just pulls. <laughs> <laughs> Indra still has their dancing lights out, so I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, I don't. I like to think they get like yanked. Yeah, across. they all get. Yeah, they're just like, in like a line behind Indra's head. Just like, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a force of habit. <laughs> Literal force. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> please don't spit. Please don't spit. Hey, can we please go to the fucking town? So, you make your way out of this cave system to the area where it kind of breaks onto these long rolling hills and you can see that the sun is setting as you probably have maybe 20 minutes left of light before the kind of darkness and night roll in. You've now kind of reached the area where you can see kind of slightly down into whereabouts you came from from the town originally. What are you wanting to do now? Can we see any? Where are the children? I want to check the bushes. So you go back to where the kids are and it does look like they've gone. There doesn't look to be any sign of struggle. It's probably just that he went, I don't really want to be out here at night and it's going to take me, you know, half an hour, an hour to get back to the town. Particularly how how injured he was and the kids with him. I figure we just go back to the town, right? Yeah. Unless there's any other... Corals. Come on, we need to head back yeah. to the town. I, I would like to. S- oh, actually, no. No, I wouldn't say no. Um, Azalea, <laughs> uh, uh, I do actually. You seem quite persuasive to speak to the, the wizards about all this stuff. I've got. A, I've also got an idea. Um, I can. I can do this thing where I, I sense people's emotions. So okay, ma- um, maybe when you talk to him, I can. I can kind of tell you like brain, brain, how he's what he's thinking, and then you know what if you're saying is working. Maybe later, but can we go check on the kids first? No, we're walking and talking. It's okay. Yes. We can walk and we can talk. Oh, I'm not down. walking. I'm sprinting. Mm. Oh, bye! Oh, it's like, <laughs> this, it's the same, because yes. you're very short. Do you get it? <laughs> I'm also very short, though, so I am not. Yes. Oh, oh. Oh, so, <laughs> could, could you please attach the rope to me? Also, we're not heading towards the, the town. We're heading towards the little village where the kids were. Is that why? Yeah, I, I, I literally don't you know, know it's the same thing. <laughs> no, no, because we walked to the village. From the town. Yeah. So we're going to the village and then we can go back to the I town. meant the village when I said they've gone back to the town, you know. Obviously. Yeah, oh, we're not oh, going nice. to the Wizards Guild or anything. I don't know what you're going on about. We're oh, going I... to the little village where they were attacked by goblins and we saved them from the goblins and they had no, you know, no food or, or anything left and we yeah, saved them okay, the children. Bring, bring, it, like bring it in, in Azalea, bring it in. Sorry, Come thank on. you. We'll be there very soon. Yes, it's okay. I, I, okay, I well, can we maybe. Um, yeah, later. Uh, uh, now, uh, children, must. Okay. Just speaking through. So Zelia, you kind of take off in front, I'm assuming, leading the way. Dragging. Yeah. So as you all continue to follow these tracks, they're fairly easy to follow. They, you know, they weren't making much attempts to 
disguise how they were travelling or anything. <coughs> you can see the larger footprints of Lorf and the three smaller footprints kind of sporadically in you know, patches of mud and stuff. And they do seem to be making their way towards this little village. Azalea, you know, kind of, there's about half an hour walk for the, the four of you. You're trying to push a little bit ahead. You probably end up letting go of Indra at some point to kind of continue surging forward. At some point, Indra would take off the harness. (laughs) (laughs) She's still, like, jacking it a lot. (laughs) So you're probably kind of, you know, 90 feet ahead or so, just trying to, like, really encourage everybody on. Everyone's so tired. You're all kind of exhausted. It's been a properly long day for you. You've had all these different encounters. Come on, I nearly died. Come on, keep up. I'm three health points still. Oh, sorry, do you want me to heal you? I have, like, a black eye. Oh, I can also... <laughs> so she says, Yarrow, what, what is wrong with you? Why aren't you Why aren't you keeping up? And then she sort of like looks him over now in the cold light of evening. Yeah. Oh, hold on one second. She just sort of touches you. And as she touches your arm, you see this, this spindling white magic that sort of... Kind of, it's kind of like strings and, and it's very spirity and ghosty ghosty. And you get the, like, the little butterflies and they swirl around you and you've gained five health points. Yay. I would love to just sleep. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Though. But you do feel, you know, that little bit more rejuvenated as you kind of walk on. You're not limping quite so much. You're not clutching your side anymore. It kind of just, it still hurts. It's still clearly like a bruise there and you, you've you taken a beating, but it's that little bit easy to breathe and to move. I feel and, less winded. Yeah, basically. And so as you kind of channel that energy, something catches your eye just in the forest, just very gently. You see kind of as the sun's setting now and you've got the darkness kind of, rolling in for the night you see the first couple of stars appear and there's just like a really sheltered glade just off to the side that kind of draws you in very intently so as she lets go of Yaro's arm her eyes she slowly just turns and drifts away and just starts walking towards this glade and it's just like oh Oh, is that no, Azalea? Where are you going? I, I thought you... Co- what about the children? Does someone want to go get the harness? <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much like a, you're being, you know, pulled no. here. It's just a very this gentle, is... like, this feels familiar in yeah. some way. This this feels... This feels really... How do I know this this place? I haven't been here before. Yara's going to, like... Follow, like, are you still walking? Yeah, just sort of walk. Yeah. walk. She would have. She said that out loud, mm. so that you, you know, were aware. She's just <laughs> so like, everybody knows. <laughs> yes, sure, so everyone knows. Um, I think, I think maybe, I need to go in and, and have a look. But the children and Yarrow. Oh. You get a sense of comfort when you look at this. You don't. You're not quite as anxious as you were. The sense of urgency is no longer mm. there. It's like someone's kind of, you know, put their hand on your back, and you're like, okay, well. Things seem to be yeah. better, just in your like mentally. You just uh, as feel, as she's feel saying, yourself relax a little bit. As she's saying, you know, what about Yarrow and the children? It, everything. She sort of it melts a bit, and she starts to calm. And just as she's about to turn back towards the glade and start walking again, oh, I just wanted to ask: Is this something that is? Does they split the forest look different to the rest of no, us? Not at all. That's all I wanted to know. It's just the way Isaiah's facing is there's kind of a maybe fifteen foot clearing. Just in the middle of all these trees, you know, potentially something's fallen here at some point and then decayed. There's just this kind of open space. But to Azalea, it's almost like it's kind of shining in the starlight, mm. almost. Again, very gently, it's so subtle yeah. that only Azalea really picks it up and you just feel this kind of presence. And as you walk closer to it, this presence starts to feel stronger, more encompassing. You kind of almost walk into this wave of calm. So as she's, you can see as she's sort of like hopping cautiously, her ears are... L- Bolt upright and, and like 
twitching a little bit so she's listening out for something as she's creeping forwards and forwards you see her sort of slowing down a bit she's not hopping so much anymore she starts to walk and her ears sort of droop down and drop back as she's really relaxing and calming and she's just looking around and just feels real at ease um miss Ketchum. Yes. This is this is weird, right? Um, yes, it is strange. I, I'm, but not, I'm not the best weird person to know about weird things. I think we just like watch her, and if she does something dumb and stupid, then um, we just we stop that from happening. But we let her. She could be having like a cool vision or something. I've heard about this. And epiphanies, people call it. <laughs> Do they? I don't know what that means. I, I don't I, either, really. I also <laughs> met a strange person in the forest, so she could be seeing a strange invisible person in the forest. Crazy. I don't know. I feel like, why don't you two go back to the village? I feel like we need to know, Azalea would want to know that the kids are okay. Um, okay, maybe maybe you should have this then, if you're going to stay here and I'm injured, give you the, the, cure, the bottled cure wounds. Thank you. You have to move that from my inventory. Um, but should we write it down? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so as as that's going on, as a, if you you've reached the centre of this glade and you feel a, like an enormous sense of belonging here, you kind of settle down a little bit. You probably sit or kind of kneel in the centre of this glade, just as you feel this kind of waves of energy just kind of reach you, and then this gentle at first, but starts to kind of build breeze just kind of passes over your shoulders and it's warm kind of unnaturally so but not in an uncomfortable way it's like you know summer wind where it's just really nice gentle and it's probably very comfortable as the night settling and the temperature was dropping anyway and from that as it kind of slows down you feel a presence not necessarily directly behind you but just kind of encompassing this space Yarrow will, like, come after Azalea, but I don't know, like, if there's a delay in that. You're still, you know, yeah. saying all this stuff. Because this is as Azalea's kind of walking in and has just got there. She yeah. suddenly experiences this kind of sensation. And so. then as she feels the presence, one ear goes up. Just one. Do you turn around or are you just kind of letting it encompass you? Because it's... You say it's come from behind. It's kind of... Know, yeah. But you'd, I, there's, I don't necessarily feel anything behind me. You don't feel like a physical presence. You feel like more of a like natural... Yeah, so she probably wouldn't turn completely, but she would turn her head. Mm-hmm. And her ears would be sort of like trying to sense if there's someone there or any kind of movement. So as you turn, you don't sense anything in particular. But again, this sudden starlight, which it's very odd that it's so prominent here. It seems to kind of radiate down on you. This silvery natural pure energy just seems to be encompassing this as though like stories you've heard about deities coming down and all this sort of power this natural energy is like radiating around you she'd like to reach and pull up to the stars just one little paw like ooh. again you feel that really gentle kind of breeze along you is, is anyone there hello you don't get so much of a response as the energy kind of confirms that feeling. It's very kind of spiritual, this process. You're really in tune with what's going on and you can just feel, it's almost like everything around you is just flowing out that kind of affirmative positivity and the breeze as it stays warm and constant around you. She just kind of lets it engulf her, just allows it to happen. She's just, she closes her eyes, she's just like, ah. Oh. 
She's so, really hippie in the moment. So you, you can yeah. see this, and it's very odd, but she seems so comfortable. You can't see anything that would worry you initially. It's just, oh, this is a bit weird. Mm. As you completely embrace this feeling, you feel that kind of radiant starlight. You can almost feel like it's hitting every particle of your skin. Is so Your skin becomes, like, alive with... You see all her little fur prickling up yeah. and just going... Ooh. With this energy, and... You just get this incredible sense of, this is everything I stand for. I would like to say, by the way, something that bunny rabbits do when they're very excited and very happy, her butt twitches. You can just see her little Nice. And twerks with happiness. Yeah, it's literally just like a muscle reflex. So as you feel this, you know, nature, you've always been incredibly devoted to protecting your family, your warren, your surroundings. And as you've devoted yourself to it more, you start to realise that that's when you started to feel these powers. Even if you hadn't been able to tap into them before, you felt that connection that was somewhere deep within you, resonating with the nature around you as you were protecting it. Having just dealt with this, you can feel that connection stronger. Something's kind of broken down a dam or just breached that that final obstacle that was just kind of in your way. And as this energy just kind of sinks into you, you feel that this is you. You will protect this with your life. This has become such a part of your personality, such a force of your life, Mm. that even without saying words or offering anything to a deity, you feel as though nature has gifted something back as a reward and also an obligation. It sees you feel as though it sees you as a protector and in turn wants to empower you. I would like to say though that as she's turned and she's embracing it all, when she's sort of like looking at the forest and knowing that that's that's who she's going to protect and she would give her life to, that she can still see Yarrow. Because he is there and that is because she, and he becomes a part of that. So it's Yarrow and everything else. Yeah. And you know, again, your family's such a huge part of your ethos anyway, that, probably still in your mind, images of this flash as all your past, every small action you chose to do, everything has led you to this. Every single, how many brothers and sisters do we have? Mm, how many how? letters are in the 24. All Excellent. 24 of them plus the two parents. So all 26 of our relatives. And at that moment, you feel something lock inside your personality, your essence, your body. And you become devoted to this ethos. So as that happens, she sort of starts to kneel and then bows down to the to the forest. And Yari, you probably don't notice this so much, but as you open your eyes again, you can see almost as though the foliage quivers as you look at it and slightly moves. It's almost imperceptible, but as though it's starting to respond to your proximity. Just in, you know, a nice way, like, it just seems to be reacting to you there in a positive kind of, you know, potentially a slightly more energy or could yeah. move should you wish to. Like the, the grass and, like, plants with parts slightly so just, I don't yeah. crush them when I walk through. Yeah, this has probably taken, you know, uh, if you, Kettle and Indra, have head off, it's probably five or so minutes after Kettle and Indra head off that Azalea comes out of this daze. She's just been sat there, very content, her breathing slow and natural. She just seems to be almost in a trance. Kneeling on the floor, head down, like mm-hmm. holding my halibut, just like... 
He's like, Azalea? Yes. Oh, you're back. <laughs> I've been calling you for five minutes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what happened there, but... You seem very calm, sunlike you almost. I feel great. This, this is good, Yarrow. Come sit with me. And she would just, she sort of like crosses her legs, puts the halibut down and just sort of like sits and then pats the grass. As she pats it, it parks for you to come have a seat. Whoa. He sits down, but he's like, what the? <laughs> what? And she just holds Yarrow's hand and he's just like, huh. Are you sure you're feeling okay? Mm-hmm. Just relax. And she just closes her eyes as she sat there holding Yara's hand. <laughs> and like, this yeah. is incredibly tranquil, actually, now that you sit and kind of try and experience it a little bit more. Mm. The breeze is nice. There's just the, you know, gentle foliage rustling kind of noises that you hear in the forest. Very tranquil, very calm, almost as though it's kind of separate from everything that's been happening recently. It's like you've stepped into this little bubble all of a sudden just for... Five ten minutes or so. He's gonna sit and just take a deep breath. He's he's in the moment, meditating. <laughs> Angsty meditating. Um, <laughs> he's conf- meditating, but confused. Isaiah <laughs> <laughs> um, is literally just gonna sit there unless something else happens. Well, it's you can sit there as long as you like, but that is now you kind of oh. you feel that presence leave as that kind of bond is mm. formed. It then becomes. You know, back to how you've seen it previously, how you saw it even before that. You kind of yeah. glance that specific mm-hmm. image. In that instance, then um, Azalea would just sort of like open her eyes, stretch up. We should probably go find the others then. I was about to say, <laughs> Yarrow would like pat you on the back and be like, "Come on, let's let's go." Yeah, I've sent the others onwards. Say, so we'll oh, go and find them. Fab. Let's go. Yes. And she sort of like stands up and just starts walking. <laughs> She's not sprinting or running anywhere. She's just walking quite happy. Yarrow's still like, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> to himself. You're kind of thinking back. It's like, did, did the grass part? Or was it just, you know, it's been a long day. Did I manage it? Mm. My imagination. Mm. Was it all the blood loss that's happened today? Before Crazy. she completely leaves the glade, though, she will turn around just to have one last look. And can I please have like a little spirit butterfly just land on my paw? Please. she just stands there. It's not so much as like a spirit butterfly, but you kind of hold your paw out just to experience it and just like a leaf floats and then just ends up resting on your upturned paw. I would like to keep the leaf. Absolutely. Yeah. So can it please can it please become my holy symbol? Absolutely. Yes. So I um but I, it, it, it's a special leaf. It's not like a crumbly leaf or a dying it's leaf. Not a leaf. Okay. <laughs> it's not a dead leaf. It's not going to die or anything. It's a magical leaf in the sense of that it's literally just... You... As if it's made of... You feel as though you've channeled enough of your energy into it to permanently represent, as a whole part of this process, it will permanently yeah. represent your bond to this so you yeah. don't believe it will Whatever. wither and, and fall apart. Um, yeah, she just tucks it into her pocket for now because she would like to fashion it into something uh, at a later date. But, uh, yeah. And uh, as she's tucking it into her pocket, she turns around and uh, catches up, does a little hop-up to catch up with Yarrow. And then just... They hold hands. <laughs> yes. She was about to say she reaches her paw up tentatively, but thinks, no, he probably won't. But then gets her hand grasped and yeah. she's just really happy and they walk down the road towards the village, not the town. 
<laughs> so, Indra, how many different species of bees do you think you found already? I don't I've counted at least two uh, it's, today. I haven't found any bees, Kashmir. Why have you not found any bees? I what? Are you even trying? What about your study? Uh, I'm not... Uh, Kashmir, I'm not doing a bee survey! What? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to lie. It's just when you first found me, I was I was walking around and I had my weird powers and stuff, and I was like, oh, there's this person here. I probably shouldn't tell her about my weird powers that I have that make people sad and all that sort of shit. So I was just sort of like, oh, I don't know, survey, be survey, that makes sense, huh? And then you became really interested in it. So I sort of like kept talking about it. And then you wouldn't stop talking about it, and I thought you'd forget it, but you never forgot it! Well, why didn't you just say so, silly? Oh, the inch just like falls and like lies backwards on the ground. <laughs> and you like just like falls and like lies backwards on the ground and just sort of like. Because I run away from my bloody college. Oh, I ran away from my bloody home. No, but it's not—it's not the same thing. You. Oh. No, it's—it was a bad. It, I. It was a bad. I wasn't supposed to run away. It wasn't a good thing that I left. I left for. Well, why I, did you leave? Because. Because. <laughs> <laughs> because I. I hurt someone by accident, that I that I cared about. Because I can't control this, and they sort of like hold up their arm. All because I couldn't control all of the weird things I do, I hurt someone that cared about me a lot. So I can't go back until it's sorted out. Well, okay. That's okay, because that's what the plan is anyway, is to figure out your powers. So we'll get there. <sighs> yeah, they start like, yeah, yes, hopefully. Hopefully this weird wizard's guild thing works out. I don't think it will because I've had hundreds of wizards look at it and none of them have ever figured it out before. But I don't know, maybe someone in the capital can or maybe we'll get lucky. Uh, I but, don't know. Uh, answer me this. How many kobolds have tried to help you? Indra probably like look, looks at Kettle like like sat in there really triumphant and actually does like crack a bit of a smile then like look away for a minute a bit embarrassed and just be like no. Is Indra <laughs> trying not to like Kettle still? <laughs> <laughs> is, is Indra still, you know, like, I've got these walls up and I'm really trying not to put any hope in this, or is Indra starting to... It's cut yes and no. I think in Indra's brain, they do want to like Kettle and everyone else, but they're a little bit like they don't want to get too invested and then something fucks up and they like lose it sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So they're attempting to like keep up a distance, but they're not very good at it because they don't have any friends <laughs> and they want friends. <laughs> so yeah, it's very just sort of like, oh, I really am like trying not to like you, but it is happening anyway, sort of energy. Just as, just the reason I asked is because you are so insightful. That's mm -hmm. such a part of Indra. You can probably read in Kettle the genuine like, I will help you kind of no matter what, and I'm just, everything's exciting to me. I'm, you can, you very much get the fact that they're very naive, but you do get that kind of inherent trust that this is something that they found interesting. So they will want to follow this yeah. for a while. I think that's part of the reason why Indra kind of smirked at that was the sort of like, they've had like so many people try and like figure out what was wrong and like really smart people and like, you know, like people were like, oh, lizards turned up. Like, yeah, I exactly. got to fix you. I think that's like the bit that kind of makes them smirk is the fact they've had like so many like crazy smart people be like, I don't know what's wrong. And it's just this one random lizard, fully 100% confident that she can like do it. And that kind of like is really heartwarming and also a bit silly at the same time. So they sort of like smirk and they're just like, yes, Kettle, may maybe you can. Yeah. Well, I look, Azalea's back. <laughs> Hi. Did you have fun in your wind forest? Why, yes. Yes, I did. Thank you for asking. How are you both? Oh, oh. 
can I roll an insight to see, or would would uh, Azalea notice um, that Indra does seem a little bit frazzled? Well, Indra's sitting on the floor still, so. <laughs> <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> So she'd like to sort of like go up to Indra and pop pop her little paw on his shoulder and be like, "Are, are you okay?" Uh, yes, better better now. Let's get going. Okay, and she <laughs> sort of like reaches out her paws to try and sort of help him up, but obviously being so small would not really. Help. Yeah, would I would well? I mean, Azalea is quite strong still anyway, so it'd probably yeah. be a bit of like a hand of just sort of like this won't do anything. Oh, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. So she yoinks you up. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you're feeling better now. Thank you. You seem. Better as well, a little bit, weirdly. Like, yeah, Yarrow's here too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you did not just have a spiritual awakening, did you? Uh, there's still time in the day, alright, Kettle. <laughs> well, technically it's night time. It's not midnight, is it? Can <laughs> I do a little bit of an insight onto Indra's sort of mood? Yeah. Although Indra has said, uh, much better now. I want to know if they are still feeling a bit sort of shaky wakey. So <laughs> what would I what would that be? Um well my natural deception is fifty, which is quite high, but maybe if you roll an insight, depending on what you get, Sorry, I'll did you say, say fifty. Fifteen. Oh. No, fifty. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've maybe, got a lot of repressed maybe, emotions. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they are just a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, roll and like depending on what you get, I'll say like how much you like gleam from it yeah, maybe. Uh, seven. Uh, seven? What am I about? Nine. <laughs> Nine. Uh, nah, Indra, a bit a bit frazzled, but looks a bit more relieved than they did a minute ago. But you probably would think that it's because we've just got back from a deadly fight and everyone survived and things yeah. are basically okay now. I was about to say, so <laughs> she would sort of like reach out a paw to Indra and, and hold her hand and sort of pat it gently and be like, we'll get you a cocoa. We'll get you Thank a you. I was going to say, we'll get you a Coca-Cola. Sponsored by Coca-Cola. So she, she's like tap tap Indra's hand and just be like, it's okay, I'll, I'll make you a hot cocoa when we get back to the village. Yes, thank you very much. So you travel back towards the village. It takes you another, you know, 10, 15 minutes after this just to get back. You're all, you are all walking slower than you potentially would have been normally. Well, Azalea wasn't dragging anyone. Now. Yeah. She's, she's this time. <laughs> honestly, she's really chilled. Her ears are back. She's just walking at normal pace. Just like, do, do, do. As you come to the outskirts of the village, you see the same young human guard that you've seen previously, who's just kind of staring out into the night, but not in so much of a defensive manner anymore, more like he's keeping a lookout. As he sees you, he kind of sprints up, he's like, ah, the dwarf came, told me you'd dealt with the, dealt with the issues. Is oh, that- yes. Yeah, oh, thanks for letting us know that they're, uh, they're, they're okay. Are the children okay yeah, as yeah, well? They're, oh. Yeah, they're fine. They're just they're staying um, They're staying with our uh, kind of town leader at the moment in, in his oh, place. That's and fantastic. Thank you. Of course. Um, we've we've actually prepared beds for the four of you. You're, um, we've just kind of set aside one of the storehouses. It's nothing much, but for you to rest, there's not, not much oh. we can do to repay you, but... Well, that is oh. very kind. Thank you very much. Thank God for that. <laughs> You're very kind. Thank you. And Azalea just sort of, like, waddles past. Just chill. Just yeah, like... he, he kind of, like, scrambles to keep up. He's like, just just this way, and, like, leads you oh. over to this kind of... <laughs> she was just going to keep walking <laughs> yeah. off. She's just in that state. <laughs> like, of kind of... <laughs> it once, like... She's just... She's, Stumble upon she's, it. She's, <laughs> yeah. She's almost... Horizontal, this is how chilled she is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like the complete opposite of Azalea that you've seen beforehand. It, mm, she's yeah. just, Duh. okay, I'll go this way then. And she just sort of like follows the soldier and she's just like, oh, 
Um, has he got any like weapons or armor on him? So he's carrying a shield and he's wearing like mismatched armor that he's probably you know cobbled together from a bunch of old family like relics and stuff. Mm. That none of it fits him very well, but. Oh, that's a very nice shield you've got there. It's a, th- thank you very much, miss. Yeah. Thank I'm, you. I'm glad you've got something to protect you. Yarrow, like, turns to Indra and Kettle and goes, Yes, this is very weird. And with that, he shows you into this kind of barn warehouse that they clearly used for storage with the four pallets and lets you all kind of sit at rest. It's like, um, if there's anything you need in the morning, do just come talk to any of us. We'll be able to point you in whatever direction you need. Thank you very much. I've gone Indian. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else anyone wants to do before bedding down? I don't bedding, think so, sorry. no. Um, right. Azalea would just sort of find the closest bed and just curl up into it. As you take your chainmail off, you notice that the rings that had been sheared and split and the wood had cracked before are now pristine. Something you hadn't noticed in your kind of days and the as part of the kind of ritual almost that you'd just been a part of. So she sort of like takes it off and so it feels it a little bit with one of her paws is just like, oh, and smiles as she puts it down and then she uh, flops um, as a rabbit does. She throws herself onto the bed and just like splays out, looks like she's dead, closes her eyes, and is gone. <laughs> Yarrow would be like, do not wake me up in the morning. Do not. If I'm dead, let it be. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to do a little bit of... Um, I picked up some bark on the way. I was just kind of like picking bits of trees. Uh, I'm going to whiz up together a bark skin bottled magic. Excellent. So I now have another slot. So did I you did you rip the bark off the trees, or did you pick up the bark that was already dead? Whichever it depends if I went past the tree with or without bark on the floor first. There would have been you know fallen trees and things like that, That's which fine. would probably have been easier to grab than you know yeah. the live bark that you'd have had to pull I, off. I would have gone for the easier option. Yeah. Okay, that's good because if you'd ripped live bark off Azalea, it would have issues. Yeah, but Azalea wouldn't have seen anyway. I imagine this was kind of happening. As... No, she might have felt it. <laughs> I feel like my skin's being peeled. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all bed down for the night after your first real adventure as a group of misfits that had kind of fallen together, you settle down and that's where we'll end the session tonight. Yeah. Hello, post-editing Asta here. Thank you so much for making it to the end of episode 3 of Dean Disaster. Sorry that this episode's a little bit shorter than previous episodes. I'm not really sure why. I think there were just a lot of silences that needed cutting down. Also, sorry about all the table noises. Good news, we have fixed it. Bad news, uh, we've recorded two more episodes, so expect a little bit of table squeakage in uh, episodes 4 and 5. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handles are at D and Disaster. Our Dungeon Master is Ben. Yarrow Hawk is played by myself, Asta. Indra Ashvini is played by Eden. Azalea Hawk is played by Cheryl. And Kettle is played by Fran. Our intro song is Behemoth by Hannah Mool and the Moolettes from their album Preternatural. Until next time, be disastrous. Steal somebody's lighter from when you're in the smoking area. Or don't. Uh, okay, bye!